So 2017, right around the corner, what to look forward to from the big media tech firms. If anybody would know, Peter Chadi would know. He is the chairman of Creative Media and the author of, of Media 2.0, a new book that you will all want to read. Uh, Peter's specialty is set-top boxes, entertainment, Netflix, Hulu, you name it. Let's just jump in and look at Netflix, YouTube, Hulu, that space. Peter, what do we have to look forward to in 2017? Uh, so much. There's going to be so much activity going on in this. It's already an all-out war in these premium OTT video games, but it's really just the beginning. You've had Netflix, who's been the global leader now for quite some time, and had a good year, um, surprisingly strong year in many respects. But uh, Netflix itself will become more and more vulnerable as we get into 2017 because of several factors, in increasing competition being one of them. DirecTV now um, from AT&T, now the full uh, virtual MVPD that's going to be coming out. So it will have the live linear programming stations in addition to the video on demand. And it's doing it at a price point that's uh, pretty eye-popping, I think, Jeff. So it's not like Netflix is going to go away anytime soon. But yes, it's, its fundamental business model is long-term challenged. We'll see cracks in that starting in 2017 with these increasing competitive threats from others who can do many more things because of their multifaceted business models. And that means that there will be more talk, even more talk about Netflix potentially being acquired by one of the big guys like an Apple. One of the um, things that people have expected was for YouTube to start a uh, network TV uh, cable uh cord cutting alternative. Do you see that happening in the spring? Yeah, I think that it's been very loudly signaled to the street that that will be happening. And certainly YouTube has been taking strides to negotiate some of the rights it needs. And it closed a deal with CBS as the year ended. So they, it, it's already there in terms of having some of the content that it needs to, to launch its own MVPD to compete with now AT&T and Hulu's going to be getting into that game. And YouTube uh, boasts of a billion users a month, but primarily yeah. its audience is very young. And I would argue they don't watch television. So why would they care about spending 30, 40, what, whatever it is, 30 or $40 a month? Why would they do it via YouTube? Well, I, think it's a, I think it's a great question. Um, I'm certainly not saying that they will do it through YouTube. I think it's it, YouTube faces that challenge that it's saddled by its own, um, what it's been, by its own original DNA and the way that we think of YouTube. So I think it will be highly challenging for them to be able to convert a significant number of those existing users into becoming the paid uh, subscribers to that kind of a package. So the great hope is to bring me and you in, Jeff, and all the others like us who, um, who, ha who are into the more of that traditional mindset or that mindset of being able to pay, willing to pay for uh, a full content package. That's the big question. What happens with Amazon and, and Prime Video next year? Uh, they have been winning a lot of awards. Uh, we don't really hear any numbers on any of their shows, but they're certainly getting a lot of attention for the work they're doing. Uh, how much, you know, how, how serious uh, are they taking on Netflix here and, and what's going to happen next year? So, 
Amazon absolutely looks at providing Prime Video and the kinds of services we're talking about highly strategically, but it can package them in different kinds of ways. And it's already doing that on the music side where it's undercutting Spotify and some of the other subscriptions that are typically at $9.99 a month. It's doing it for $7.99 a month. So we see what Amazon's doing to bring people in, keep them there, and then also force it, force overall economics down from its competitors and hopefully drive them out. So I would say Amazon's very serious about the game for very different reasons than the pure plays like a Netflix or Hulu. And Amazon is investing significantly in it. From what I understand, about half the dollars that Netflix put in for this past year, but that's a lot of money. I think it was $3 billion for this past year, whereas Netflix was at $6 billion. So that's a signal that it's taking it very seriously. And there's one other piece that's tantalizing. There's the prospect in Amazon in particular to have video-driven commerce because we're all ready there to shop and so we have our credit cards that are ready and willing and we're in that mindset. We're ready to spend. How that comes into play with a service like this isn't entirely clear, but nonetheless, the idea of we're already in a store and we're in that mindset and you have the unified billing and all of that good stuff, uh, there's some, some potential opportunities to do some packages and, and drive revenues in a different kind of way than others can. Okay, Peter, give an example. We're watching Bosch or Goliath or Mozart in the Jungle and how would some ads come in to sell us stuff? I, I think that something like that where you're watching Amazon, uh, uh, you're watching Mozart in the Jungle, I don't see anything appearing and interfering with over, your overall user experience, but certainly something at the beginning or the end can signal you or spur you into action to buy something that's um, perhaps some kind of product that's related to what you have seen in the actual programming itself, something like that. Or it could be something that leads you to um, consume and buy something, uh, a, a goodie that augments your overall content experience watching that television program. And that could be anything from, I don't know, some kind of um, uh, uh, direct connection or contact with the talent that's in it, you know, making it up. But there's certain things that it might be able to spur you into doing and paying for in a very seamless fashion that's not that's seen as being part of the overall experience. Like I can imagine, okay, you like this, well then go experience the Mozart in the jungle experience at, you know, at some place and you're paying money for it. Or maybe buying some violins or symphony okay. tickets. Yeah, I think uh, or, or or the clothes that the actors wear, right? Well, yeah, exactly. All righty. Uh, congratulations on the book. Good luck with it. Thanks for stopping by to have a chat via the Netcaster app. We're, the Zencaster <laughs> app. We're on the Zencaster app today. We're going to see how that goes. And Happy New Year, Peter. <laughs>